0: and welcome to This is a Token, the podcast that celebrates all things jewellery. I've spent half a lifetime designing and making jewellery, but what really interests me is what it means to other people. This is a podcast where we ask our guests about the jewellery they cherish most of all, and we'll explore the moving, fascinating, and often surprising stories connected to each piece, and those emotional bonds that we just can't do without. My guests today are Delia Folk and Alison Bruin, co-founders of The Style That Binds Us. Check them out online, Um, we'll put all the links in our website as usual, but their mission is to support women by generally taking the stress out of getting dressed or going shopping by offering all sorts of help like style tips and introductions to new under the radar brands. The brand encompasses a YouTube channel, podcast, blog and VIP shopping experiences, they host events. There's so much about jewellery. Um, there's probably just too much to list in this introduction. So hopefully we'll get into all that during the podcast. Delia started her career in the fashion industry by interning at Versace. After graduating, she worked at Barney's New York on the buying team in cosmetics, ready-to-wear, and then jewellery. Delia is a sought-after speaker. She's given masterclasses at American Fashion System with ICM, the Independent Jewellery Summit, Vore, and Flourish and Thrive Academy. She She has also judged design competitions at New York Now, and that's a show that we know well. I don't know how many years I've been doing that one. And she works with brands on a consulting basis. Alison is a national style and image consultant with clients across the US. She studied at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York and is a member of the Association of Image Consultants International. Her purpose is to empower women. And to top it all, they are mother and daughter. So I'm looking forward to this. I have Ingrid here as technical advisor. Today we're getting together online because they're based in the US. So it's with huge thanks that I welcome Delia and Alison to This is a Token. Alison, sorry if I'm rude, but I'm going to say I just find your voice very gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Maybe we could get married or something. Is it it like, um, I don't know, it's like the sort of voice I hear on on movies. Like, like, where's
1: Alabama. Oh,
0: okay. okay, I should visit Alabama. Deep
1: south of America. Yes.
0: But yeah, when I come to the States, people always say, oh, I love your accent and I can Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Like
0: you guys have accents. I, I just talk normal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we love your accent. Definitely. Well,
0: well, look, thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for giving up your time. It's three o'clock here in the UK, three o'clock in the afternoon. What time is it in the New York area?
2: 10 a.m.
0: 10 a.m. Bright and breezy.
2: It's raining. I know mom always gives me false weather information. No, no, no.
0: It's
1: supposed to rain this morning and then it's going to clear up by noon and then it's going to be a beautiful day and a beautiful evening. We adore England and have spent many wonderful days there. My parents shared a house in a little town called Winchcombe in the Cotswolds for you know 20 years I guess so multiple trips there with very special you know memories would um, love to be there right I now
0: love the Cotswolds I'm from a little area that isn't so well known it's in the east of England called Suffolk uh-huh. Oh, it, sure, I've
2: heard of it.
0: Okay, so it's like, it's flat. It's not quite as cute as the Cotswolds. I like it, but, you know, oh, I moved sure. to London. I mean, I guess like you guys, I mean, you're, you're both in New York, right? I moved to London when I was a youngster because I right. just get the hell out of small town. Right,
1: right. <laughs>
0: and I stayed.
1: And you stayed, so you're in London now.
0: Yeah, but we go to New York lots and lots and lots. And actually, right. you know, there was a time. So I've been making jewellery for 35 years or something. I mean, once you're a jewellery, you're not much fit for anything else, so that's all yeah. I've done. All <laughs> the and um, there was a time where where I was selling you know, really well across the U.S. We had a good area in Barneys, New York, and uh, we were selling good. And then um, actually what happened was 9-11, all those years ago, and suddenly New York changed, and and quite naturally, of course, they just weren't so interested in international brands. They were much more interested in buying U.S. and that kind of thing. So things sort of dropped off, and we've done good business. So we do the shows there. We do New York Now, which I was just saying in the introduction, um, Delia. What award do you judge there?
2: Which one was it?
0: Well, it can't have been best jeweller.
2: No, no, <laughs> it must have been fashion and apparel. Have you had your jewellery before at ABC Home?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, everything's changed during the pandemic. Yeah. We had a lovely stockist in Grand Central Station called I think there oh. was Couture, and and we had ABC Carpet and Home, which I love, love, love that shop. But it's kind of all things close, don't they, and people move on, and everything changes. Barneys do they still have the same stores in New York, or are they changing, or what's happening with Barney's? No, what Benito Benito gone man,
1: I know Barney's is gone talking about things changing, and that is just of course so dramatically true right now, but I also feel like. We're all in flux, because I feel like like ABC, Carpet and Home for You, seems I love the fact that you're so interested in jewellery, you know, based on nature and everything. That would be such a great fit. So that will probably come back around, and the Grand Central thing, as things are opening back up, you know.
0: Well, we did two shows earlier on in the year, and it was so nice to get back and do exhibitions and to meet clients. Yeah. So just just for our listener here, when I say we do shows, we're talking, us guys here, we're talking fashion bids. Here. And yeah. what we're doing is we're what's called wholesaling. So we're doing shows and we're selling to buyers from shops around the US. So we did two shows early in the year. We did New York Now and Melee. And we got a whole bunch, a whole fistful of new stockists. We got lots and lots. And it was lovely because it feels like local shops that are serving a community are doing really well. They've done really well through the pandemic. And perhaps. Some of the bigger department stores and other places have struggled a bit. I don't know how you feel it if you've Oh
1: sure. Or they're gone. But also I know your jewelry is influenced a lot by nature. And I think during COVID we all, you know, were reintroduced to nature and how important that was, just hearing a bird sing or watching the, you know, like during that first year, I remember in the spring watching plants, trees come back to life it was very dramatic emotionally you know kind of signs that we were going to get through this and everything so I can see how I mean your jewelry and then the fact that these local stores are becoming more popular than big places you know these little safe places that have a personality and a
0: their community don't they they know their customers and it's this right I guess it's the same as as what you're doing it because this is all about people isn't it and it's all about yes it's all about helping people express themselves and kind of do what they want to do and be them. And and so we've had a lot of fun with that over the um over the pandemic. And it's just really nice to be back out there and actually meeting people and doing shows. It was really annoying because with the New York shows, we needed, I think, five people to work the shows. And there mm-hmm. were six of us on the team. And I was voted to be a kind of on standby. So I didn't come out this time. And, and I oh, wow. miss New York so much. But next time, I know you you guys seem so Busy, but you know, if you have no,
1: no, come out and absolutely
0: grab a coffee or something, it'd be so nice to meet you. Delia, you sent some pictures, and I was kind of quite keen to dive in. Delia, maybe you should just explain to us before we look at your jewelry a little bit better about the style that binds us. You do so much in it, although it really seems to be quite a simple idea, but there's so much going on, right.
2: I know, I know. I will break it down for you. And I figured out the judging competition. So I judged best product for accessories, gifts, and stationery at New York Now.
0: But do you know what you chose?
2: Right. It was an interesting competition, judging competition, in that you didn't choose one. You basically Mm. ranked, Mm. there were a list of criteria, and then you would rate. From one to five of Uh how well you thought that they did in functionality, price point, design, all these different things. Uh So it seemed less about like which product is your favorite. And it was also like the products were picked from that brand, from that designer. So you just went there and looked at the piece, and then you would judge it. And it was less about out of these things, which do you think is the best? Basically, mm-hmm. It kind of seemed like the millennial of everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? I don't think a lot of British people could get to grips. So I just for, for our listener again. New York now is a show. I mean, you can walk miles. How do you know how right. far you walk when you do the show? I mean, it's miles and miles and miles, right? It's just massive.
2: Yes, the Javits Center is insanely
0: large. I go snow blind after about one mm-hmm. avenue. I go, I don't know, I don't know how you can, I mean, I can judge a small selection of things, but on that scale, how do you do it?
2: I know. I guess it was good that they narrowed it down. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm, yeah. And then
2: I just tried to like very specifically think about and just focus on that one product Mm -hmm. and what I thought about it. But Mm -hmm. I I do wish that they had done a better job of involving the judges of like, okay, this is who won. I kind of looked up on Instagram after and kept trying to search who won. (laughs) but.
0: You want to know? No, they need to improve.
2: I know. I'll look that up. So basically, The Style That Binds Us, it is a lifestyle platform, fashion focused, and we are on a mission to ensure our audience lives their most stylish and fearless life. So there's basically two verticals and one is the media portion of the business. So that is podcast, YouTube channel, newsletter, social media, all of that consumer facing portion of the business and that is like you were saying discovering emerging brands and style tips. Mm-hmm. And then the B2B section is the consulting. So mom is a wardrobe stylist, so she works with women in their closets and then I work with brands on direct to consumer marketing and wholesale strategies based on majoring in marketing in college, working at Barney's on the buying team, so helping brands get into stores, figure out what that looks like, and also to be able to market and stand out. You probably understand. I mean, there's so many brands, and you have to be unique, which you've done a great job of doing.
0: (laughs) Well, I think we need you because... I feel that British people are at a disadvantage in the US because in the US, if you're selling something, you kind of go up to people and say, this is great, you want to buy it. In the UK, if you're selling something, you kind of say, oh, I'm terribly sorry and it's not very good and I'll leave now. Oh. You, know? <laughs> you come across that. It's like, we are useless. We're just hopeless. So you do a show in the US and it's like, I can't compete with these people. Like, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So um, I love it. We did a few trunk shows in Bloomingdale's. Oh, great. And it was like, I think anyone ever wanting to sell anything should do a trunk show in Bloomingdale's because you have to stand there on the shop floor and stop people and say, hey, look what I've done. It's right. great. You really ought to try it on. And why don't you buy it? It's like so refreshing. It's so brilliant. I loved it. We did it about three years in a row on the thought that they were going to buy into the brand, but they didn't. <laughs> so, you know, but it was still good fun. Now, tell me, these pieces of jewellery, I've already seen some pictures. I'm so intrigued with some of the pieces. So so I feel like we should dive in. Would you like to, like, you know, choose your first piece? And do you have them with you there? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, not much good for our listener, but I get to see it. And we're going to put pictures of all these online. So um, you sent me some lovely photos. So we're going to put photographs of the jewellery online. I mean, you guys you've got to admit it you're pretty stylish you're pretty cool you're new york women you know so this is going to be really interesting to see what you're choosing so let's have a look at the first piece shall we
2: So, basically, we have some crossover. So, Mom, do you want to hold up your CVC? A lot of the jewelry came from my lovely time working at Barney's on the buying team. So, this I know you were interested in. This is a brand, it's called CBC Stones. He works in private equity, but for some reason started this brand. It's these beautiful, beautiful, very soft and smooth stones. And then they add these little diamonds on the inside with this beautiful gold link chain. And it was mm-hmm. an immediate hit. And the headlines were. The necklace that all the Vogue editors that are on the neck of every Vogue oh, editor right now. The
0: jeweler wants that headline. But they they really jumped out to me because firstly I was like, how does he set those diamonds in there? And right. it's so simple. Is yours in like a star sign configuration or are they just like a yes. master sign? Yeah. Okay.
2: These is. Yeah
0: astrology do you know
1: which one it is d
2: yes i did not know that and then i was doing a live stream shopping event and we needed to upload this product this is an aries and i got kind of upset because i don't know anyone that's in aries really it has no significance to me at this point but But it doesn't
0: matter because it's
1: really pretty. it's just really pretty yeah it's just beautiful it really is you can think of it d as like when you look up at the stars at night
0: Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, isn't it? It's just I think it's really cute because you've got like a mum and daughter's one. So, mm-hmm. Alison, your one's got this lovely white line through the flat pebble. It's like the beautiful. Right. I guess it's almost like the perfect sort of skimming pe- pebble that you would pick up. Yes, lake it is.
1: That's but a good yeah. way to look at it. You feel like they've been around a long time, maybe yeah. in some creek somewhere. And this one is not, you know, based on any star sign or astrology or whatever. I don't know the story behind it. I think this was a collaboration with somebody else, maybe with Barneys. I don't know, but that's mm. where it came from. But anyway, it's great because the chain is really pretty, too. And even though there's not much to it, it's just got a really pretty sparkly, you know, you can shorten the chain or make it longer. Mm. So basically, yeah. that's why I wore just this plain T-shirt because of the jewelry. But, you know, you can wear it shorter or longer. And it's one of those pieces that it's so simple, but people always notice it, even though it's dark. You know, it's just like, whoa, what is that? It's very interesting. Kind of a little work of art, I feel like.
0: I, I feel you right. And it's one of those things where you see it and you think, wow, how did nobody think of that before the person thought of it? Because it's so simple and so Right, beautiful. right. Um, I love the way that you've got it on. You've got it on a really long chain at the moment. So it's it's hanging well, you know, yeah. with your black top on. So it look, just looks really nice. Um, do you guys, because Dina, you've worked with jewellery a lot. Do you guys help people style with their jewellery? My wife needs some help because she wants to layer and the minute she puts two necklaces on, they just roll up and into one. Oh, it's top. awful. <laughs> and, it's awful. Like, and then you can't get them off. And she's like, why does everyone else layer? And I can't, you know, have you got any tips? I mean, I should I should be working out this. But Have you got any tips for layering? Is it just like some people tangle and some people don't or what?
2: We have a YouTube video about it.
0: Okay, well we're gonna to
2: send you the link.
0: Yes, please. Send it's you the link. Yes. Because you see these gorgeous women, you know, looking so cool, and right. then and then my wife always goes, "Well, why doesn't why doesn't mine do what theirs?"
1: Oh, it's a nightmare. It really ah, is. Once okay. it gets all tangled up, you know, someone else has to get it off of you. But I quite like you can that. also you can order these little things. That you should make one of these. It's uh, I think I ordered some off of Amazon one time. It's like a little piece of metal and then it's got three little hoops on each side of it. Yeah. And it goes in the back, you know, and then you can attach your necklaces to that. And so they're a little bit separate in the back.
0: Yeah, that's a really nice idea. We could do a nice little one that was actually a feature, you know, that could be like a flat. Each of the little loops could be a flower or something. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, no. Now that is brilliant because when you wear the other one, it's not so pretty. And you think, I hope nobody sees that. And I've got short hair. So if you made one that was actually attractive, that could become a part of the look, I would love that. Please do that.
0: (laughs) Hey, Hey, okay. Bear with me. I'm going to look into, I'm making a note. We're creatively brainstorming here.
1: (laughs) Yes, definitely. You do that. And then I'll share it with my clients and we'll share it with our community for sure.
0: Well, I need to watch your, your little YouTube yeah. video first as well. But I I like, I'm just sketching. I'm getting like butterflies. There's all sorts of nice shapes we can do here. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to do one of these. Great. Okay, so did you say these necklaces were?
2: CVC stones.
0: Okay, Let's CVC Initials. We'll put that on the on the website because it would be nice to check them out. Because getting into Barney's, is quite a kind of cool thing to do, isn't it? I mean, that's my first port yeah. call when I go to New York. So right,
2: yeah, exactly. Yes, it was on the first floor.
1: Yeah, they're it's like, fine jewelry, so it's. Yeah. Yeah you yeah. know several thousand dollars but um yeah. every one of them is a little different
0: it reminds me of a check they do when you give a credit card they i think they in the uk oh i know oh CVC i talked it's the
1: cvc number absolutely yes. so i don't know what it stands for but i understand why you are drawn to it because oh. of the nature part
2: you know the fact yeah. that it's like it's, it's so with...
0: natural ingrid yeah. she's quick on a mobile phone charles de vielle castell
2: Oh, oh, wow. It must be his initials. Okay. Yeah, what I a cool never, name.
1: I know we've got to meet Charles, whatever he said.
0: Deveille. De Castel. Castell. I mean, I, oh, want I want to be like, Deveille Castell-Monroe. That sounds so cool. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah, they're great. Okay, we'll put a link on the website because people should check that out. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Lovely. Okay, let's move on.
1: These earrings.
0: Oh, yeah. I saw them. Wow.
1: These were my mother's. And so my mother, she saw wow, but she gave them to me. Because I love them. And also, I'm tall and she's short. So they, you know, they're not so quite dramatic on me. But she loves to find jewelry in antique shops and stuff like that. Can you, can
0: you describe it? I mean, it's hard to describe. I mean, but can you do your best? It is part? hard to describe. And they there look is, kind of Indian, right? Or something that's sort of very dangly down.
1: I know they do look Indian. I think I had to have um, something soldered together because one of them wasn't working. And the people said they were Victorian England.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I think of this little etching. There's a little tiny etching thing right here. And
0: there's a bit that sort of attaches to your ear. And then there's a then there's mm -hmm. a kind of oblong bit. And then we've got this big teardrop, this open teardrop with little drops in it and little drops. And they're all they look a bit sort of, I guess, in the US, they'd be more likely to be uh, 14 carat. But in the UK, Mm -hmm. they could have been nine carat because they've got this nice antique colorful. yeah i think
1: that i don't think they're 14k i think they are you know gofield or whatever they are and i think they do look like they have an indian influence but they're jewelers and they said they were victorian whenever that time period that's probably the period they are from
0: they're so they're, beautiful uh, they make a nice noise too do you, yes. do you wear them i mean the problem with having something that was your mother's is i guess they've got huge sentimental value so you're fine wearing them out and about and things
1: yes i made sure i took them and got them um wow you know really soldered together so nothing of these little parts so this would still move but there wasn't a chance that it might fall off or anything like that and the same thing with the hook you can actually you know string the wire through the back and and
0: really hook it together so I do love a million bucks in those they're fantastic they're very glamorous (laughs) aren't they
1: I do love them yes
0: do you do you steal them Not yet.
2: I should. But she gets so many compliments that I can't even think about it. Well, they'll Uh, be uh, yours uh,
1: one day. You know, they get passed down. I was finally given them by my mother and then they will one day be given them by me. And she
2: can borrow them
0: in the meantime. That's the beautiful thing about jewelry. Um, I probably said this on this podcast before. It must be because I have a little bit of bitterness in me. But I had a conversation with my mother and I said, um, because I've got three daughters. And I said, um, I said, well, what what happened to your all all your jewellery, Mum? And she said, she said, oh, I gave it to my family. And I thought, would. uh, uh." And I left it there. I'm gonna go back and quiz her. She's 91, so I don't want to be too hard on her. But um, I kind of always thought I was her family. So, you know, so who so is
1: I'm her family, you. if not you?
0: <laughs> I think she I think she meant the ones she liked. I don't know. Well, no, but, uh, no. I think maybe jewelry would naturally go. I have lots of brothers and sisters. Maybe jewelry would naturally go to a Daughter rather than a son.
1: Well, that she's does a, happen sometimes. That uh, I had a situation similar to that. And the daughter did get most of the jewelry, and she had four daughters, so they all got most of the jewelry. But she also maybe have meant she's written it down somewhere where every grandchild daughter gets something. I bet. Yeah, if not, you wow. need you need to hint to I'm, that.
0: I'll introduce you. She needs a phone talking to. <laughs> Nice. So they're going to be proper heirloom pieces. They'll yeah. be um when they go to dealers, be third generation, and then and then mm-hmm. their sentimental value goes up. Is your mother still with us? And yes, where is she? Is she still in the in um, Alabama?
1: Yes, she's in the deep south of the United States. She lives down there and. She's doing great. She is, uh, I think the only thing that makes her sad now is that she can't go to England. COVID came. She was planning on going again, you know, every time it's like, this might be the last time, this might be the last time. And then COVID came and now she's trying to build back up her strength, but she misses England very much. She's a true Anglophone. But this well, charm well,
0: bracelet. Just make sure she looks me up if she comes over. Make sure you let oh. me know, and we'll have fun. I'll show her some sights, and we'll we'll get some food or something. It'd be really. Oh, she exciting.
1: would love that, and she would love oh. just to have conversations with you because they were based in the Cotswolds, and then they they went all over England, yeah, cool. you know, and just had wonderful trips. So I'm sure they went to Suffolk
0: yeah. at some point. I can hear yes. what you've got there, Alison. That's, yeah, that is amazing. So will you give it a little rattle for us? So everyone's going to know what this is.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. We're not looking. Yes, this is a charm bracelet, and it was also mom's, and it has an interesting story because my father died when I was like two, oh, sorry. and and then she married again when I was five, and that was a a happy thing too. My stepfather, you know, was my father you know, for mm. most of my life. And he's still alive too. But anyway, a lot of the charms on here are from like the day I was born or mm. my my biological father, when he got in special honor societies in college, like Phi Beta Kappa, or he, when he got his medical degree and those kinds of things. And then she didn't feel right wearing it, you know, when she was remarried to someone else, but now I've added charms Of his too from when he graduated from medical school and then in the meantime we've added things through the years I um I used to play the piano I took piano for a long time and so I have a little you can't see it but it's a little gold piano that actually the top
0: opens and closes Uh, that's like a proper victorian (laughs) charm brace. everything that little things move and work right (laughs)
1: right And then I have a horrible sense of direction. So this is a little ivory elephant that actually has a working compass in it that they gave me in high school. Um,
0: I felt that that was more of a message than a a real help in you finding your own. Oh, totally.
1: No, they they tried to give me compasses forever. I never could figure it out. But (laughs) there's a gold charm that I just received from my aunt that was one of my grandmothers who traveled the world. And this one is a little tiny map of France because I love France very much. So that we just added that recently so i remember as a little girl sitting there it seems like it was always in church because i was i mean i have to admit i was bored in church so we'd be sitting there we go to the physical church there's a lot you know it's a lot like the church of england and i would play i would just look at all the little things on my mother's charm bracelet while i sat there
0: a nice kind of diverter to pass the time yes
1: and so now <laughs> when i wear it that sound always reminds me of mom
0: oh um, and it'll be
1: Delia's, you know.
0: Did, did Did you used to play with it when you were a, when you were a kid, Delia?
2: No, I feel like I didn't this wear it that much. Been rediscovered.
0: You, well,
2: did, yeah,
1: but she she didn't give it to me. She just put it in her drawer. She didn't give it to me until I was yeah. probably mid forties or thirties because it wasn't in fashion to wear a charm bracelet. You know, everything was sort of modern, and I kept it for sentimental reasons. And then I realized. I wanted to start wearing it again. And then I'm like, oh, this is interesting. This is a St. Christopher that was given to me when I was confirmed, it looks like, which was May 9th, 1971. I didn't even realize that. So every day is a new surprise. (laughs) What all is on here. So I, it's, it's I feel like,
0: funny. you know, you can buy charm bracelets, people make charm bracelets, but the point of a, char- a charm bracelet should really, I mean, you know, all charm bracelets yeah. are good, but they should really be collected because they're so about fun. narrative, but like they're about the story and then they get inherited. I mean, yeah. they, you're not going to be able to do so much, Julia, because there isn't that much space on it. So you're going to have to Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you'll be removing an old one and putting your own one in its place.
1: I'll just load it up. Yeah, I need to. I don't even have one from like when Dave was born on here because at that time I didn't have it it was still mom so yes I'm back into what happened recently was my aunt who lives in New York she asked me if I had a charm bracelet and I said I do you know somewhere and her mother and her parents my grandparents traveled the world once my grandfather retired and so her charm bracelet is like that kind you just dream of you know it's Mm solid gold, the Tower of London, you know, Mm. everything is on there from their Mm. travels. And so she said, well, I have a friend who is a jewelry designer and let's go there. You bring your charm bracelet and I'll have mamas and we will see what ones you would like to have. Well, when we got there, we both. And the jeweler agreed that the charm bracelet is so magnificent that she needed to start wearing it more. Ah. (laughs) And so she gave me the one of France, but the rest of it, we decided needed to stay intact for now. So my job now is to start collecting for mine. And eventually, I'm sure I'll get a few of those charms. But I need to add some about Delia. And then, you know, this has things from me from high school and college, too, and some places that I went. And I was the treasurer of, you know, an organization in college. There, That's on there and stuff like that. So We've missed a few
0: years because of COVID, haven't we? We haven't been able to travel and voyage and do all these things. So So sad, Um, yes. It sounds like you're from quite a kind of exploratory family, Delia. Have you got the bug, too?
2: Oh, of course. Oh, we love <laughs> to travel, for sure. And that's with the style that binds us when I left Barney's. It was because I decided we were to go to Fashion Month. So Mom and I went to New York, London, Milan, and Paris, Fashion mm-hmm. <laughs> Week, and we vlogged the whole thing. So we brought everyone along with us, and we love to travel.
0: I, I bet that was fun. Um, certainly in the old days, I used to do all the shows. So I used to do... Mm-hmm. London, New York, Paris, Milan. You know, there's one in Tokyo, where sometimes Australia, you know, and Berlin. And everyone would say, oh, how how glamorous. And I was like, no, I'm in a, I'm basically, I'm in the cheapest hotel. And then I'm in a big exhibition tent somewhere for 14 hours a day. And I have a sandwich at lunchtime. It's like, really, it's gruelingly hard work. It was fun the first time, maybe. But um, yeah, you're, I remember you're working. Oh, my gosh.
1: I remember those tents. Now that you say oh. that at the Tuileries right?
0: Oh yeah those ten. I mean it's either snowing or it's baking hot I mean it's it's just the perfect weather Right. and and they're long days but it's good fun I mean you know I I go to sell jewellery so you know if it goes well it's it's good fun (laughs) (laughs) great oh nice so we've had those lovely necklaces there's a couple of old pieces which I love that I love the earrings and the charm bracelets because I love the way that jewellery is inherited and, and takes you back through generations I was interested that you mentioned Alison that there was a time where people didn't really wear charm bracelets, you know and um, but it's funny isn't it because i feel like now people can wear much more different things I, I i feel like when i was younger it was a little bit more restrictive about what was acceptable and what wasn't but now people as long as they express themselves they look good Mm -hmm. and there aren't really so many rules would you say that
1: yeah I think that's I think that's a great observation because I feel like you know all these different jewelers and I think you all have a charm bracelet at least the one I saw on the website with different like the alligator one I love but (laughs) I think that's because like you said everybody is realizing it can tell the story of their lives you know and and so it might not have even been that people weren't wearing charm bracelets. Maybe it was more that people in America thought it was kind of old ladyish or frumpy. Mm. But it also, personally, I was more into clean, sort of modern, this kind of thing, or, yeah. you know, just a just an earring that had an architectural feel to it or something like that. The other stuff seemed kind of messy and also could have something to do with coming out of COVID. We're all feeling a little more emotional and uh, nostalgic.
0: Yeah, so we might be wearing jewelry differently. I mean I'm quite keen on jewelry that makes a sound I must say. <laughs> Any yes, jewelry that do. makes a noise is fun. <laughs>
2: yes, I agree. Well, cool,
0: let's have a look at the next piece then, shall we?
2: Yes, and mom and I, I don't know if she said this, but we call each other BB. So all of the oh. BB jewelry is very special to us. Okay, this I got this is by Lavant. I really wanted a dinner cocktail ring
0: oh my god that is such a cocktail ring
2: (laughs) yes and my aunt took the one that was in the family so we Mm. do not have that so mom and i went to paris fashion week in march 2020 (sighs) february to march and we did a whole video about vintage shopping in paris and so we found this at a vintage shop in paris so i got a cocktail ring That has no family significance, but I will create.
1: Oh, but it has the the significance that it came from our beloved Paris. And of course, the day before we left, the lube shut down. And, you know, the first time in its history since the war for COVID. And so I feel like that ring has a lot of significance.
0: I think it's great. And also you were saying, I mean that is now the family cocktail ring. To, right. it's like, you know, you're just creating your own right. you know, everything was new once, right? So um, yep. that's a hell of a ring. How do you describe it? Presumably it's it's cut crystal or something on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it's very sparkly, isn't it?
2: It is. It's also kind of nature-inspired. It kind of looks like a flower. It's this chrome, darker gray. I mean, it's just beautiful. I have not even really... I haven't gotten to wear it, so I cannot (laughs) wait. Because then we immediately, literally, Mom and I split up at the airport. I stayed in New York, and she went on to Alabama. And then here we were in lockdown. So I have not had a chance.
0: Is it... is the central stone so the central stone is triangular it's got three corners right it's amazing because it's kind of quite it's a very naturalistic um shape isn't it like a flower with all the little stones now it's like hey you've got great nails as well I feel I feel I keep thinking I wouldn't (laughs) mind having nice nails it's not I see more and more men with their nails done nicely and I'm thinking oh yeah I could do with a bit of that (laughs) (laughs) anyway I'm never going to be a ring model so oh you
2: could be Another statement ring. So this is wow. fabulous. In the middle is a Medusa. So I interned at Versace, as you mentioned. That is so, so Versace. We got this fabulous ring while I was interning there, and I love ah. it and wear it as much as I can.
0: Ah, that is gorgeous. I mean, there's quite a ring. I mean, that that is why there's two fingers, isn't it? It's very Versace, gold and silver mix with the lovely kind of what is it? A panther head on the, or lion head on the in the middle? The Medusa. Medusa head in the middle. Yeah, it's very Versace. It's kind of, you know, you, you couldn't get more Versace from than that. Right, you? right, Sorry. right. <laughs> so you're all right for rings then, Delia.
2: I know, Mom. <laughs> do you want to share a ring? Do you have Um I can share a ring. This is
1: another brand that we learned about Du Barney's. Mm. And Dea and I both have one. Um, The name of it is uh, Spinelli Colcolin. And Dea can explain more about that. But this one is white gold, yellow gold. And then the middle ring is um, black diamond. And then the rose gold little things that connect the three pieces. So you can wear it, you know, across. That's mine. Dea's is a little different. But you can wear it across three fingers. Or you can wear it the way I usually wear it is, you know, on
0: one finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so nice. Was that another brand that was in Barneys? Mm -hmm.
2: Yes. Another one like CVC Stones, expensive, but we had to have. And both of these brands are great examples like yours of creating a unique aesthetic. Unfortunately, of course, people start copying that. Yeah. But these interlocking rings is their signature. So immediately, no logo necessary. If you know about this brand, you know exactly what
0: yeah, that's nice. I love that. I love the fact, and also, I I think it's one of those bits of jewelry that you could probably spot across a busy restaurant that someone's got one on just by right. the style of how they of how they treat the mm-hmm. subject. You know, mm-hmm. so it's got it's got its own personality, and I, I sometimes think when people copy, they miss that personality and you end up with something that you know is a a lesser version and so um, oh I think so too you know always go for the um for the OG, I say, because it's just so much nicer. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to look up that brand because um, it looks really fun. I like the versatility of how you can wear it. Like I say, we'll put everything on the website so people can check these out for themselves. And then our listener needs to have a nice shopping trip over in New York or come over to the States. And and um, unfortunately, we used to see all these brands in Barneys, but they won't be able to see them there now, will they?
2: I know. Well, we have, we offer very special VIP shopping experiences. That's what you want, listener. So when people come to New York, If they want to experience New York like a fashion insider, we can plan a very special, magical adventure for them.
0: Wow. That would be a bit of a dream, wouldn't it? I mean, I've got to admit, I'm a bad shopper. I've got to admit, I I kind of, I kind of, if there's a cafe next door, I say to my wife, do you know what, I'm going to go and get a coffee and just, you know, take your time. um, I can buy cheese and bits for my bicycle, but anything else, I'm like, yeah. You know uh-uh. <laughs> right.
1: Well, and also the fact that if you're coming from England to New York, every single minute needs to count. So yeah, you well, just don't have a day to say, I'm going to go look for a dress. I'd like to have a blue dress. that." Da da Here's the price point, blah, blah, You know, and I'll just go all over the city looking for this one thing. If you work with someone like us, you say, I need a blue dress. This is the size. This is the occasion. We know where to get it. We swoop in there. We try on it. You know, the client's happy. And then we go on to do whatever else they need to do.
0: I love shoppers in New York. <laughs> we have a, a lovely little boutique called H B Christophe. It's downtown New York. Anyway, I've, I've done trunk shows in there and young women in their yoga gear have walked past at speed stopped something's caught their eye and they've said how much is that and it's a, like a big diamond ring and I say the price and they go "Oh, can you do it quickly and it's like out they go and it's like oh my god you guys when you when you know something and you like it you just buy it and
1: oh absolutely I
0: feel that would have taken a few glasses of champagne and about an hour in the UK but um I
1: love it
0: <laughs> it's really good it. fun yeah it's really good fun both shopping and selling in, in New York it's a very a very fast moving city isn't it it's great fun mm-hmm. what do we got
2: I just thought about these mom so I didn't have any earrings I think so my parents were divorced when I was one and a half so I mm. think did you say dad gave you these
1: your father gave me those and and now they're yours they're beautiful pearls with a little diamond little diamonds encased in gold you know that encircled the pearl and Delia didn't have any sort of you know this was you know, I don't know, a couple of years ago when I gave it to her, you know, some sort of, you know, grown up earrings.
0: Yeah, they're proper classic grown up studs, aren't they? Special, that you right. You need for certain occasions, everyone needs a kind of pearl, right. pearly pair right. of studs like that. They're beautiful. And again, there's another nice picture of this jewelry's changing hands, isn't it? It's, it's being gifted, it's being used, it's being handed on. So it's fantastic. But I, I suppose you guys have got a really nice mix because you've got these handed on pieces but also you've got these pieces where you said i went to paris i wanted a cocktail ring i went out and i bought one so and i think that's the shift certainly it's the shift i've seen over the years is that women now are choosing and buying i think um probably when i started out a lot of jewelry was bought by women's Husbands and, and women would sort of stand around and get given it. And there was something a little bit perhaps proprietorial about that process. But now we just focus 100% on the women and say, hey, hey guys, what do you want? You know, and, and they're buying it for themselves. And then I'm hoping what I'm hoping with mine. So we do this, we kind of repair stuff no matter how old it is. I'm hoping that's the joy of jewelry, isn't it? That then it gets handed down to their children and through the family and, it, and it's life goes on. So it's, it's a beautiful process.
1: It really is. And that's so funny what you said about the women, because so many times the husband is well-meaning, but it misses the mark. It's not the right size or, you know, and then the woman feels like he doesn't really know me or whatever. Or
0: the woman has
1: to go, Okay, I've picked out four things and you go there and you pick one of those. And that'll be my surprise. I mean, you know, they're still leading the pack. And then also as women became more independent, you know, it doesn't have to be like a super special 10 year anniversary Bracelet or ring. You know, I want something to remind me of this trip, or I want something, like you said, they're just walking down the street and they see it and something resonates. You know, like when I was looking through your website and everything, because I'm from Alabama, my father is from Louisiana, which is the state next to Alabama, you know, right close to Alabama on the other side of Mississippi. And um, the alligator is sort of like the state symbol for Mardi Gras and New Orleans and all this stuff. And so that's why immediately I was like, oh, if I were going to choose one, I would choose that one because the alligator would remind me of, you know, New Orleans and everything. So that would be something that I wouldn't do. have anybody else having I, to help make a decision.
0: I kind of worry a little bit sometimes with engagement rings when a guy gives a woman a 200 200- thousand dollar ring or something and it feels like there's a sense of ownership there like I've kind yeah. of bought you and now I own you and it's so lovely when people come in for engagement rings it's so nice when the couple do it together and it's, it's something they yes. can do as a couple rather than a sort of ownership thing which I'm sure engagement was at one point it's like right now you're my property and this right. is gonna show that you're my property yeah it's just really interesting I think there's been a shift and um, Dina I saw you flashed your finger up with a lovely snaky ring on there
2: I knew you would love this so- so when I, when I was at Barney's, I I love Cleopatra and the idea of her and just like these fabulous women throughout time, Helen of Troy and Queen Victoria, just these strong personalities. And so I decided that I needed to have a snake ring. So this is Aurélie Biderman, And I got it at net a because we did not have any snake rings at Barney's. But I wear this every day. This is like... The thing, I don't know if you have created an alter ego, but they talk about like a token or something that you kind of put on and you step into that Mm. alter ego. And so this is kind of my very powerful snake ring that I love and wear every day and I always think, get compliments. I
0: think you're going to kind of, you know, you're kind of quite Cleopatra with that ring on. I think, Good. I think you're like, a, like reincarnated there. That looks so cool.
1: Right. <laughs> He's a very powerful woman for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, the amount that you guys have achieved and everything you're doing is amazing. We've got some promises, right? If your mum comes over here, you let me know. If you guys come over here, you let me know. If I hear her in town and you haven't told me, then you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that won't happen. And I'm hoping I'll make it on the next trip over to the US because I miss it. And I love New York yeah. and um, such a fun city. And it's so, I find it so inspirational as a jewellery designer and as a jewellery seller. One of the best things I get out of New York is just wandering around and seeing how you do shops, how you sell jewellery. It's just a cool place to hang out and see how things are done. I get the same buzz from Tokyo sometimes, but I guess because I live in London, I, you know, I need to go somewhere else to get that vibe. So. Yeah. I always come back from New York full of ideas and and enthusiasm and and the kind of U.S. can-do spirit. (laughs) Well, that's brilliant. Alison Delia, thank you so much for being a guest.
1: Oh, thank you for having us.
0: We'll be in touch lots in the future, I hope.
1: Sounds wonderful.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you'd like to see some of the pieces we've been talking about or for more information about any of the issues we've discussed, please check out our website and follow the links to the podcast page. You'll also find information on how to share your own stories, give a bit of feedback or have a look at all the jewellery related things I've been up to recently. We've also got some great jewellery making tutorials on our YouTube channel. There's lots to see. Just go to www.alexmonroe.com